I'm Gabs. And I'm Liz. And, and welcome, welcome to, to Their Tropes, Their Tropes Battle, Battle for Dominance. Can I turn this light off? Oh, yeah, this looks fine. Okay. Um, <laughs> hi, guys. My back is still broken, hence me being hunched over. And also, I'm now sick. It's not COVID, but um, I'm sick. <laughs> um, so I apologize if I sneeze really loudly or do anything. I'm trying to angle all of it away from the mic, but... <coughs> Sorry, <laughs> right off the bat. <laughs> um, this is going to be a mini episode because I have a group project meeting in literally 30 minutes and it's Thursday um, and Liz has to go home in like an hour. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we're going to speed through this. So um, since the mini episode last time worked pretty well, um, last time we did a mini episode basically just talking about one of our favorite authors. You guys should check that out. It was a few weeks ago. Yeah. Um, so yeah. this week we decided to do a trope that we actually spent a lot of time on before. Um, you might remember it. It's the drunken confessions or, or also called, um, in vino veritas. Um, I don't speak Latin. Sorry if that's like terribly mangled, um, where it's basically just Liz and I, uh, weren't doing a special episode, but I picked a, this trope out and she got randomly assigned it at the same time. R and yeah. really fucked us in the ass that day. Um, <laughs> so we decided, you know what, we'll revisit this cause, uh, well more like I gave list. Um, like our five best topics based on our episodes that do well and she was like oh I want to do this one and I was like yeah okay um so then I don't really feel like we need to do more about the trope like if you guys want to hear about the history of the trope we covered that in episode 46 um so really not that long well I guess it was a long time ago because of our hiatus it really was almost a year ago Yeah, I was going to say, also, we're not going to give them a little like how our lives are going yeah we're not, no, we don't have time we don't have time. We don't have. I mean, I guess. Um... Like super quick, super abrupt. Okay, go for it. Go, go. Okay. Um, we were at Comic Con this past weekend. Oh, yeah, we, I love we Comic Con. I was very, very, very happy. Um, I had a major anatomy test on Monday, and so I had to study the entire time I was at Comic Con. But um, I was super resigned. Where I'm like, this is gonna be my bad grade. It's okay. I got a fucking ninety one, baby. Let's oh, go. Oh, congrats! I'm so, so proud I, of you. I had a great time at Comic Con, and I did well on my anatomy test. Um, so I could proud. talk about way more. Um, I cosplayed. I had a lot of fun cosplaying. I got a we lot hung of out a little bit. It was it was a good time. Clad. Yeah, but um, yeah. So yeah, there we go. I will not. That's I could thing. keep talking, but I will not. Okay, keep I'll, um, I'll give like one fun little thing. Um, last night I saw this TikTok that was like, oh, I love uh book groups on Facebook, like the horny book groups on Facebook, because blah blah blah. And I realized I was like, how can I be so stupid? Of course, there's Facebook groups for horny readers. So mm-hmm. I joined a few of the recommend, like the top recommended ones in that those comments, and they're so like just the names are so funny. Like one of them is called something called like werewolves nodding oh my or something like like monsters alphas werewolves oh my or some some shit like that. Another one is literally just called Bang Book Club as in like banging. Um, and my mm-hmm. favorite one that I joined is called Breeder Readers, and it's literally like the entirety of the like book club is just people who like to read fics that involve something about breeding, and I think that's so funny. <laughs> And that like, is, that is. It's, it's so funny right and then um my favorite my favorite part about these books though is that um somebody will ask like a really specific recommendation right they'll be like i want female main character who is 24 years old lives in bristol connecticut um has been abducted by three green alien men and um suddenly is addicted to their cum and like wants to be pregnant and also one of the green alien men is actually from um new york city and like just like and 
and just like that right like that's it she's like i want this and there will be 50 recommendations of that exact like scenario <laughs> or at least that's close really to it. and i think that's so funny i didn't even realize like i mean of course it makes sense that romance and erotica has always been such a huge genre but i didn't realize like how vast it is and especially with kindle unlimited now people um have a lot more recommendation options i just I just think that's really funny. Um, so that's that's my fun tidbit to share that you guys should check out if you're into any of that. Um, that being said, like I said, we're not going to do a full history of this. Um, Liz, did you want to give a quick recap on yeah, what literally, means? Literally, it's just like one or both characters get drunk and go, I love you. I love you so much. Oh my God. I love you love too. You. Oh my God, bestie. No. And happily ever after. Woo! I mean, yes. obviously, there could be non-happily ever afters, but there could be a lot. And it, obviously, you know, the characters don't always have to be drunk, but they need like at least one of them has to be impaired in some way where they're not yeah. like they wouldn't confess if they weren't impaired. Um, and by impairment, I mean, like maybe they're under like a true spell or like a love potion or um, sex pollen, just like literally something that makes them not sober um okay so that being said so oh, when wait i'm sorry i love how you're just like sex pump we all just like want <laughs> well, the straightest face and we're like well, yeah yeah we're, we're being very yeah. studious scholars right now you we're know like, this is very this is serious shit liz god i can't we're believe you make a joke about it uh, <laughs> <laughs> um and anyways um that being said when i did this originally um apparently i had used a chilumi which is child and lumine uh, not child is in the kid but child is in the the slight Genshin antagonist in Genshin Impact. Um, because that's like my favorite ship for the past year. I'm like obsessed. And um and I used a fic for them. I didn't realize that because like I texted Liz earlier. I was like, I found the fic. Because it's the fic that I'm currently following for Chilumi. That's my current favorite fic that I'm following, and I'm obsessed with it. I'm literally mutuals with the author on Twitter because I kept gassing her up. I was like, I love your work. Um and did I was you, like, did you did you not read this fic before? N- no, I have read this fic. I was like, this is one that I follow. No, I meant on the podcast. No, I feel like you've mentioned it on the podcast. No, I'm mutual with several different authors on the podcast um, and on Twitter.com. Wow, Gab. I uh, no, I just I thought you literally like have talked about like this is my favorite Chilumi fic, and I'm friends with the author. I, there's a chance, but I definitely I know for a fact I didn't read this excerpt at least. Um, okay, I feel like people. I might have talked about it, like saying like I became mutuals with the author on Twitter, but there's no way I read this one because I I would remember reading my cruel intention. Perfect. Um, so Perfect. this is so um this is me and Bree's favorite fic. Um, and then for you guys, Bree is um one of our friends, and uh, Bree and I are both very very into the ship and therefore very very into this fic we literally have a group chat just to like exchange porn of this ship oh no brie on the main brie knows this i won't out who brie is but like you know i'm not gonna out her socials but like brie knows who she is i don't even think she'll listen to this so it's fine but anyways, shout out to Pancakey, um, my favorite author right now. Um, for literally, we're just we're being Twitter mutuals, and I literally every time I see that, I'm like, oh my god, stop! I love you. Um, <clears throat> anyways, this is called My Cruel Intention. It's by uh, Pancakey, so it's spelled P-A-N-K-E-K-I-I-I, and it's explicit, of course. Um, I will say, like, 
in the recent if you're interested in it purely for the porn because the porn is written really well but in the past like five or so chapters um porn takes a backseat to plot and it's become very plot heavy and um there's like other man drama you know that's other woman drama that sort of thing where it's like it's not cheating because they're never together but it's just it's a lot of miscommunication um and it pisses me off but it's also written really well so i allow it um yeah liz is sitting there nodding her head like i i i don't go here so um we uh we only are going with this fic this week just because uh i got off work right. like five minutes before we started recording liz got out of class five minutes before we started recording so we just we don't we didn't have time um sorry that's the truth uh, that's not that's not even a drunken truth it's the truth it's just the it's truth, the, the, life of truth. Two, the, the life of two full-time grad students and one that has a full-time job yeah um we're dying we we are literally dying um you can also see the tip of nick over the background i just realized say hi nick i love you nick liz says she loves you uh, he says, "I love you too." Yeah. Um. Okay. So let's get into it. Um. Uh. I don't. Child isn't in here. Like in terms of text. Like there's no like actual like speaking. It's all internal monologue and text messages. So you get to read child's text messages. Um. Okay. Yeah. Okay, girly. <laughs> okay, girly. Okay, girly pop. Um. <laughs> okay. So uh, to give some context, it's uh, Lumine and Ether's birthday. It's modern AU. Um, they're like oh, they're seniors in college. Love... Seniors in college. Child is um slightly older than them by a couple years, so he's out of college. He's like a full time job guy. Bestie. Um, Ether works for Child at a finance company that Child's dad owns. So, um, Child thinking? is Ether's boss. I know. I know. So no, this fic is really good. I, I know. That's what I'm saying. Liz, I think you would like this, even though you don't like like Genshin. Like I think you would like this fic. Um, um mayhap. And anyway, so Ether and Lumine, of course, are twins, um, and they live together alone. They're, I believe they're orphans. I can't remember if they are or not in this fic. Everyone makes them different. Um, and uh, Lumine is, like, kind of, like, a playgirl and that, like, she doesn't really commit to anyone. There's a hint in the fic that she might have committed to Kaya for, like, a couple months. But, like, she just kind of sleeps around because she doesn't really – she enjoys, like, sleeping around. And, like, she doesn't have to justify it, which is great. Um and then, you know, child is, like, super rich and also kind of sleeps around, like, refuses to commit to anyone. They both have commitment issues. Um, You're hitting so <laughs> many boxes of I know. I know. And um, anyways, and then uh, Lumine, like, follows all these, like, famous, like, influencers. So in this, in this, for instance, Eula is, like, a really famous influencer. And child's like, yeah, I hit that once. <laughs> like, that sort of thing. Like, um anyway and so there's it's, it's there's a lot of world building which is really fun but all you need to know for this is that it was lumini and ether's birthday they went out child was supposed to be there um but he wasn't child is the only person that like lumine has flirted with who like does not ever reciprocate and it pisses her off because she's mm-hmm. like i'm hot why doesn't he reciprocate he's hot why doesn't he reciprocate like i know like i put all the moves out and he doesn't do anything and then he wasn't even here tonight when i was dressed really sexy like she's like what's the fucking point so she goes home early exactly and she's like really frustrated that he won't give her attention and here we go and she's also really drunk of course uh so here we go Ugh, so fucking annoying lumine snapped her eyes open and stared at her ceiling frustrated what else did a girl have to do to get a guy's attention lumine was a pretty girl and she knew it 
She never had trouble landing dates or boyfriends before, but child was another story. He never went beyond any boundaries, didn't even bother trying to dance on them with her. He was all about work most of the time, already a graduate of the university that Lumine and Ether were finishing out their time at, and he was Ether's door into landing a full-time job at his dad's accounting firm. She was understanding of this, and she fully supported Ether in his goals to become an accountant with the firm, and crossing lines with her brother's close friend and boss could potentially ruin that chance for him. Yet, she just wanted to. It makes it, it, makes it all the more spicy, it's, all yeah, the better. Taboo. Um, Lumine thought a child, the messy ginger brown locks, the deep blue eyes, always well-dressed and well-spoken, a friendly smile, a perpetual tinge of confidence, borderline cockiness on his face. And he was smart and successful and probably set to take over the accounting firm one day in place of his dad? Child was an all-around catch, and Lumine couldn't help but feel so attracted to him. She was a drunk, horny, hot mess for a guy who didn't give her an ounce of special attention. <laughs> Am I pathetic? Maybe. Do I regret it? Not really. The sound of her phone- Bestie. I was going to say, Bestie, you are not pathetic because that always just makes it better. Exactly. Like, you know, you're like, oh, well, like, I want to get them because that means like, I'm like, girl, yeah. don't feel embarrassed. We've all been there. Yes. Oh, God, I love this fic. Just the character growth in this fic, too, is so good. Um, uh, the sound of her phone vibrating interrupted Lumine's private time, and she bit back a squeal, bringing her hand back. Oh, she was masturbating before this. I cut out the masturbating because I um, don't feel up to reading, like, super explicit when I'm the sick. Um, <laughs> oh, my God, really? No? I, yes. Liz, do you know how stupid it's going to sound hearing, like, my congested voice being like, his cock slid out of his pants, you know? <laughs> like, I can't. Um, also i know you and you're gonna go oh my god oh my god like every five seconds if we do something super explicit and we don't have time for that liz yeah (laughs) um okay anyways the sound of her phone vibrating interrupted lumine's private time and she bit back a squeal bringing her hand back up from underneath her skirt and reaching for her phone who could be contacting her so late her heart skipped a beat when child's name flashed across the screen oh my god Excitedly, she slid the arrow to unlock the phone and anxiously waited for the message to pop up. Child. Hey, Lumine. Happy birthday. I'm sorry I couldn't make it tonight. Got caught up with work. I hope you and Aether had fun. Her shoulders sank. That's all I get? And you interrupted my orgasm? Suddenly, Lumine was angry. Fuck this. I spent all day getting ready for you, making myself look flawless, and you couldn't be bothered to show up and notice me? Swiftly, she kicked her legs up and got to stand up in front of her mirror, looking at her reflection. Besides the flustered look on her face from playing with herself and the slightly messy hair, Lumine looked hot as ever, almost as hot as when she first appeared at Droog tonight. I look so good. And he missed out on this. Lumine, <laughs> Liz is like, period, queen. Period. Uh, Lumine ran the head, hand down her body in admiration, turning around and inspecting her backside, smirking. His loss. I should make him regret it. Slowly, she lifted the hem of her skirt up until it was barely below her ass, slightly showing off her lacy pink panties, and stuck it out. I fucking love her. (laughs) She let her hair fall down one side of her shoulders and held her cell phone up to the mirror, making a cute face and snapping a picture. When she inspected inspected the picture, Lumine could have made herself come from how good she looked. You know what? I forgot about this line. Um, (laughs) It may have been the drinks ramping up her riskiness, but she pressed the pics icon next to the speech bubble in her chat with him, attaching the picture she just took and adding the cheeky caption, I did. 
You completely missed out on this. We could have had a lot more fun together. Lumine, bestie. If Lumine had a bit of impulsivity, she would have sent the picture. But no, she wasn't that stupid. That would have been too risky of her. She giggled loudly, considering the outcomes of doing such a thing. He'd get angry for sure. Probably tell Aether, get her in trouble. Or he could have the totally opposite reaction and like what she did. But there was no way. That was crazy. He wouldn't. The sound of a door slamming startled Lumine so much that she yelped and clutched her phone tight to prevent it falling out of her hand. What the hell was that? She went to her door and opened it slightly, peeking out. It sounded like Ether had gone to the bathroom and she could hear him dry heaving. She exhaled sharply. Fuck, it, he had scared her, making her think someone had been trying to break in. Lumine averted her gaze back to her phone, ready to humor herself with more scenarios of what would happen if she sent the picture to ch- She froze. Hold on a second. The image had been sent, along with her message. Wait, she had sent it? Surely. It said delivered underneath. Within a few seconds, delivered turned to scene 302 AM. Oh my god. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Lumine's heart shot up so rapidly, it felt like it was going to burst from her chest at any second. She scrambled to type an apology message, making a thousand spelling errors, rewriting, erasing, over and over, until she ended up with no response and simply staring at the message seen by child. I just yeah, said- cause like, because it's like, bestie, what are you going to do? Like, you literally, like, typed out a message. Like, at least if it was the photo, like, you could at least be like, Oh my god, fuck, I'm so, so, like so, I'm so wrong sorry. Person. Some, like, you could play it off like, like, wrong person. person <laughs> and then you make them jealous. Yes. But because you had, like, the full fucking message exactly. attached, there's nothing there's you can no do. There's no recovery, which she realizes, because then she just stops. Yeah. Um, I just sent a risky picture to my brother's friend. My brother's boss. I'm dead. No, I'm worse than dead. Whatever that is. Her stomach began flip-flopping, and she felt pretty soon she was going to join Ether in the bathroom, throwing up the countless drinks she had. Lumine sat at the edge of her bed with her head in her hands, mentally kicking herself for being so fucking stupid. How could she do something like this? She had always been so careful not to make her crush on child obvious. Normal people would drop slight hints or venture into harmless flirting, not send a dirty picture without any warning and give everything away. If this didn't scream desperate, she didn't know what did. Now what? What was he going to think about her? Surely nothing good. Child would think so negatively of her now, no longer uh, want anything to do with her, and that absolutely shattered her insides to think. It's my fault. I fucked this up. He's never going to forgive me. Never. Meanwhile, he lifted her head out of her hand. Wait, I can play. I can play the phone. Okay, okay, good. Thank you. Thank you. Lumine lifted her head out of her hands and looked at her phone, sobering up almost instantly when she saw that Child had responded. She took a deep breath, biting back the drinks crawling up her throat. Okay, just read the rejection and move on. Go throw up and then sleep. We'll deal with this. Don't take it too hard. Just be calm and. But Lumine couldn't be calm. Not at all, as Child's response was the very last thing she expected to read. Child. Oh, that's. Is that right? Let's have a little more fun then. Why don't you show me the rest of what I missed out on tonight? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, um. Uh, that was the end of chapter one, right? And so then this this next bit is from chapter two. W- what? Lumine gulped back the buildup in her throat and peered at her phone, unsure if it was the alcohol playing tricks on her vision or she had read that message clearly. Oh, is that right? Let's have a little fun then. Why don't you show me the rest of what I missed out on tonight? 
Lumine wasn't dumb. Several years at college had given her enough experience to decipher cheeky texts from boys, the same ones who dropped heart and drooling face emojis on her Instagram selfies, slid in her DMs, running game with lines like, and you want to read that? Want to learn more about you, Lumine? You're not like other girls, Lumine. Go out with me, Lumine. <laughs> ha. She knew exactly what every single one of those texts meant, and she had grown. She had learned how the game worked with boys, especially since she grew up with a twin brother. But Child was different. This wasn't somebody she could fuck around and drop the next day if she wasn't feeling it anymore. For one thing, she was the one crushing hard, and for another, he had a relationship with her brother, both platonic and professional. She continued staring at the words on her bright, excuse me, on her bright screen, admitting to herself that it was difficult, resisting the temptation to respond. It wasn't like Child wasn't down. He obviously was, otherwise he wouldn't have replied the way he did. It gave her butterflies in her stomach to think that Child was actually interested in seeing more of her. What would he say then if he already liked what he was seeing now? She wanted to know, and she already knew in her head how to please. After all, Lumine wasn't new to the dirty pick game, posing and posting in cute outfits, giving guys she had a thing with the taste of her, though she had never sent full-on nudes before, no matter how much past flings had begged her. Um, I'm skipping a little bit uh, to um, continue. Anyway, she's like keeps like self like reminiscing and being like, oh my god, I can't believe I did this. Like, will he like me? Will he like me? And then the phone goes. <laughs> Do you, yeah, I didn't hear it. You didn't, didn't pick up. Do it again. It's not picking up, babe. What? Do it again. I'm going to start talking so that it starts picking up. There you go. I think it, I think go. your mic is like auto-suppressing like phone noises. <laughs> you sound, you're too close to the phone noise. I'm too good at the phone She's noise. She's too good at this, Liz. <laughs> she jumped and backed away from her phone, bunching up her legs and covering her face. After a second, she sheepishly lifted her head. Um feeling pathetic for getting scared over the text notification. Slowly, she glanced at the screen and saw Child had texted her again. Child. Come on. Don't tell me you've got, you're getting shy on me now. Mm, I still remember when I read this for the first time. And I'm, I was like, literally, I was like. <laughs> so I love Child so much. Um, Lumine shook her head and rubbed her eyes. No, she definitely was not having vision problems. Child was down. He wanted to, quote-unquote, have fun with her over text. Well, I guess it can't hurt, and he can't claim any bullshit because there's literal text proof that he wants to. Besides, we're both consenting adults. This isn't that bad. Lumine scooped her phone in her hands and pressed down on the touchscreen keypad with her thumbs. What do you want to see? was her reply. She decided to pull back on the boldness a little, gauge where he wanted this to go. Usually it was her stepping up and guiding the whole thing, showing men what she wanted them to see. But, she supposed, because it was child, he could take the lead this time. Tell her what to do. His answer came with a quickness. Say it, Liz. I can do this. You can do this. This isn't actually that bad. It's not. But, um... (laughs) You got this. Um, Okay. Lift up your skirt all the way and sit on your knee. Holy, is he for real? <laughs> Yo! So basically then she starts like trying to take like Instagram baddie pics um and then like she just takes a pic of her like sitting on her knees like Instagram baddie style like lifting her skirt up and then um sends him the photo again and then her phone vibrates in her hand. Wait, where is that? Uh, there's no oh. sound. You just fuck. Sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, child goes. 
fuck you look so fucking good i can't believe your fucking body I know adam levine read this fic before he sexted her i'm telling I'm you so sorry. adam I levine was like I holy fuck levine your body I can't believe you're fucking. And for context, this fic came out like a year ago at this point. Like this fic has been out for a hot minute. Um, so Adam Levine definitely read this before he sexed. This is where he I'm got sorry. all his sexing tips. I'll, I'll read. I'll read the actual line. Fuck, you look so fucking good. Can't believe I missed out on this. I'm sorry. Like that literally just sounds like Adam Levine. I can't. I didn't even make I the can't connection. Believe your so fucking like, body. Holy shit! It should be illegal to look this good. Good. <laughs> um. And then uh, Child again says, uh, Go on, don't stop. I want to see more of the Lumine that comes out after hours. So then she just literally just keeps sending him nudes, but not nudes, but like lewds basically, and being like, mm, This is me being sexy. And then Child just keeps going, Oh, wow, like I'm, I'm horny. Damn, babe. Like, like basically just gonna say I'm horny. And then he ends it at the very end of this like little thing um, with the. Bzzz, uh and and then the last line liz thank you not gonna lie never seen this side of you lumi i like it a lot a lot yeah um and then they basically just sex and like jerk off to each other um and then she falls asleep yeah and then child is suddenly like holy shit uh, my best bro's little sister, not little sister because they're twins, but like my best bro's sister, oh my god, like I knew she was sexy. I didn't know that she was like down though. And yeah. I think my favorite thing about the fic isn't so much, well, it's not my favorite thing, but it's like something that's fun is like Child is a dom, right? But Lumine's never been involved in BDSM. So he's like, I, he like, he's like an actual good dom. He doesn't immediately be like, well, I'm going to spank you to show it how it, how it is mm-hmm. and gag you and stuff. He's just like, he like tests waters with her and like will play games. And Lumine is like very bratty. Um, and she, Lumine herself is like, I don't know, like, what's coming over me. Like, I can't stop myself from being a bitch. <laughs> and, like, and Child will be like, so you like being a brat? And she was like, I don't know what that is. Um, and like, so like they, they do research and stuff and it's, it's like a very, um, consensual thing, which I like. Um, I will mm-hmm. say, you know, I think I've bitched around here how much I hate miscommunication. Liz knows how much I hate miscommunication. I love trope. a good miscommunication. I know you love it. Trope. I hate it. That is like the main plot line in this fic. So um, that'll tell you how well this is written if I like it and I hate miscommunication. But literally the main plot line is miscommunication and commitment issues. Um, but uh, the author did confirm that they would end up together at the end. So um, don't worry, even with like the other other significant other drama, like their, their end game. Um, otherwise, I wouldn't read it personally. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was My Cruel Intention by Pankiki. Um, and then their Twitter at... I, it's like the same but with three a's instead of three i's um they link it in the fic if you find it but yeah i love it liz i genuinely feel like you should read this fic not as like a fic but you know like as a book you know like the way like sometimes you're like going you're like you hear about a fic that's really well written right but you've never interacted with the media so you just go to read it and you read it as though it's a book as opposed to a fic and then then it's fine to read read this read this liz i just think you would really like it it's college au it's miscommunication it's fake dating at some point like oh, wait, bitch. there's only there's only um i mean that's a recent development i can't give away too okay. much but fake dating is a big thing in this um maybe i don't i can't guarantee i have time i don't even have time to read the um, fix there's I only like 18 reading. chapters right now only 18 i don't have time to read like one shots guys i know i know you don't but i think i just think you should keep this in your bookmarks i think you would very much enjoy reading this at some point um 
Except I'm unhinged and I stopped using bookmarks again. You are unhinged. I can't say anything. I have like 1,500, <laughs> like 2,000 bookmarks at this point, I think. Like, I, if I like a fic, I bookmark it. I'm, listen, did we talk about this on the podcast or is it just in person that we talked about bookmarks? I can't remember. Um, I don't know. But for those of you who don't know, I, I did like try to make, I like made an AO3 account, like, because Gab bullied me into it because I yeah. said, I don't have an account. I just like, read a fic and then pray um, I can I, go back and find it but it's not even only that it's like that notification that pops up every single time you log on to archive as a guest like always drives me insane especially if you try to go into an explicit fic and then it's like hey this has porn here and it gives you like a yeah. warning like it, i hate that notification i'm like shut up i know what i'm doing i'm older than you <laughs> like, but um yeah i don't use like anything so um there's actually it's actually kind of sad there's many of times i've lost fix that i really really love so i, I should use it but like mm-hmm. I, one thing i'm learning in ot school is you cannot force people to do an occupation or thing that they do not want to do themselves that is bullshit. So my brain i will force you to do it. <laughs> no i will not because i know my, i tried I think, no, I think that, um, Liz, we already knew that based on your reluctance to do a British accent until you wanted to do one. Literally. You know, OT school teaches me a lot. Yeah. But, um, that being said, like, drug confessions, like, I don't ever, like, personally ever go for, like, ones that are specifically drunk as in, like, oh, I'm an alcoholic, so, um, or not, not even, I'm alcoholic, sorry, that's a little harsh, I'm not really thinking clearly, but just, like, even if they're drunk like i don't really read fix like that where they're drunk and they confess this was like i read this because it was chilumi not because of she yeah. was drunk um whereas i think i'm definitely more inclined to read fix where like one of them under some sort of duress whether it be physical mental etc where like they have to say it um like i don't i haven't done sex pollen since i was in high school because you know i've grown up but like stuff like that i've definitely read um or like i think omegaverse has a very good um which i guess is similar to sex pollen where it's like they're like oh my god alpha i'm gonna die if you don't fuck me right now and the guy's like but you don't like me like that i don't want to ruin our, our friendship and, and it's like actually he's I like do. no he's like actually i'm obsessed with you get your like dick in me right now like that sort of thing <laughs> um, um yeah I tend to read, I end up like inadvertently reading a lot of this because like I read a lot of college AUs. Yeah, which tends to have a lot of this. A lot of college AUs, especially stucky college AUs, end up having a frat party at one point. Mm -hmm. And while they are at the frat party, one of them is drunk and is, gets a little too close and personal and is like, I might be. I like t- you. you can correct me if I'm wrong on this, but just like based on what I my understanding of the characters and also the fanon interpretation of Bucky and Steve is that like Steve will like just think everything is a friendly thing and not say anything, and then Bucky will like internalize everything and like have a crush, and so he has to be drunk to say it because otherwise he won't have the courage to say it. Is that usually how um, it goes? In, in certain cases, one hundred percent, that definitely happens, and yeah, usually it's like Steve's the more oblivious one. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it happens. It's not always 100%, but that's definitely a major trope within it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm glad that you have that. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I would like to stay and talk more. I would like to do a normal episode, but yeah. I have a group project meeting in three minutes. So let's so. do a sign off really quick. Um, you guys can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, and TikTok at Flighty the Nerd. Liz, what about you? You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, and TikTok at Lazily Liz. And what about the show? You can find the show on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Trope Podcast. You can find us on YouTube at Trope Podcast or Their Tropes Battle for Dominance. You can find us also on um, Facebook at that same at. Um, 
If you need emails for any reason, like questions, comments, concerns, reviews, good maze runner, or twilight fan fiction, please email us at tropedominance at gmail.com. Uh, please rate, comment, follow, subscribe, whatever it is, wherever you listen to the show, it helps us a lot. Okay. Bye. Bye guys.